Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. It is I, Mike Lynch, sitting in Joe Fisher's chair today. Rashad Taylor's in the same chair as always. Yeah, Joe went glamping, right? Uh, was it glamping or was it camping? I don't know. I just... I just feel like Joe has like wherever he is. I feel like he has a canopy over his. You know, over <laughs> I feel like he you, sleep. you might be overestimating it, but uh, we can ask him next week. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to know how that went for him. He said uh, he's going down. Well, he's somewhere in the I don't know west of Eugene, somewhere in the woods down that way. Um, and he was talking about going to certain restaurants and all that kind of stuff. But uh, maybe he's going glamping. I don't know. I've never camped in my life, so I can't. I can't camp. Oh, we're going this summer, bud. Like, uh, make no mistake. Yeah, no, you're yeah. going. Yeah, it's okay. But there's a whole thing of like Jews don't camp, and I'm Jewish. So and black guys just go out there and camping all the time. I don't know. No, the is there a song the called answer- that, about that? No, no, there's not. There's a song called Jews Don't Camp. Well, so you know, you'll you'll be I live one. by that song. You'll be the one to break the cycle. Mm. Well, there we'll you see, go. We'll see about that. I'll float the river with you, but camping. Man, it's not that hard. It's okay. I'll protect you. Don't worry. It's not about it being difficult. It's just about it being uncomfortable. It's, it's all good. I'll get you. I'll get you the canopy to go over your, you know, over your tent. And by bed. canopy, do you mean a hotel room? I mean, if there's if there's one close, but no, you'll you'll be staying right out there with the. It was, it's like a hotel room. It just doesn't have a bathroom or any other amenities. Oh, great. You'll have fun. Though. Does it have a bed? No, no, it doesn't. It has something that you blow up into a bed. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm, I don't understand your point. <laughs> it's, the, it's the exact same thing as I, staying in a hotel. I, I, I know that this is so, like, non-Oregonian of me because I've been here for 10 years now, and I feel like I am in many ways an Oregonian. But 
<laughs> you like beer. You're actively trying not to be. Uh, I don't like camping. <laughs> I'll be honest. Camping. Is I don't. One- I don't like a lot of the things with it. I like the idea of it, but like, I don't know. Camping itself, like I, I I'm gonna be 100. percent I I like camping. It's, yeah. I don't love it. Okay. But I like it. You well, know, just liking the, it is good. The setup, the the prep, the setup, the everything that goes into it. I hate it. Mm. Putting up a tent, finding your spot, you know, packing all your stuff, all your initial stuff, going shopping for whatever, you know, food or toiletries you might like. Th- those things are corny, and I hate that. The breakdown, putting everything back into the truck or to the, like all those things are irritating. But once you're out there and once you start, you know, getting in maybe one or two or seven brews or something like that, yeah, things start to feel pretty fun all of a sudden. There's Especially a, depending on who you go with. I'm sure there's a peacefulness to it um, that is very, very rewarding for a lot of people. Uh, my other fear is that I have tinnitus. And sleeping in very quiet places means all I hear is in my right ear. So uh, Get you some headphones. Like you're- that's, all, that's also been a, a bit of a worry for that because I sleep with a white noise machine to block that out, you know. Yeah. I'm going to, as you're going to find out, Rashad, I'm going to have a thousand excuses for this. Oh, I can tell. And like only three of them are going to matter. Like, so my, can, feet, my feet are cold. You can bring, oh, we got, you know, that's why they make socks. It's all good. You know, every everything else. I don't we'll, like bugs. You know I mean, hey, we'll we'll bring some uh, some bug spray repellent. We have, the, they make the little lamps or the things that repel all the bugs. We'll be fine. Okay. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Lisa. I believe in you, but do I believe you? I don't know. You should. I've never lied to you yet, have I? No. Well, there you go. And so I, I believe in you. I think I think that you you will have all these things. But do I believe that they're all going to work in the way that they're intended? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. These are billion-dollar companies. I'm not so sure. Ah, uh, yes. We all trust the billion-dollar companies, right? <laughs> you don't? Um, no. No. But I still buy their product because I don't know. What else am I supposed to do? I wanted to ask you, before we get too far. Okay. Um, ask away. Um, the Barry Bonds, um, Sammy Sosa. I actually Doc didn't watch the documentary. You didn't? No, I did. That was a that was a couple weeks ago. Now was uh, it a couple weeks? Well, what was it long gone it was, summer? It was yeah. That was two weekends ago. I think um, you were so excited to see that. I was really interested in it, and then I totally forgot it was on, and I read that it wasn't that great. So I went, eh, okay, maybe I don't need to watch it because I, I. That's one of those things with me and sports documentaries is if I lived through it, you kind of are like. Cool. So, I mean, I, I know what happened. That's one of the few ones because I'm I'm younger a little bit. I mean, I just turned 31 yesterday. Yes, you did. Um, but uh, I lived through that, and that was one of my very first memories in sports is that 98 summer because I was nine years old that year. And, I, you know, I mean, I had been watching baseball for a couple of years before that. But, you know, in terms of really paying attention to what was happening and learning about other players and other teams and not just watching the Yankees, that was one of the first years. So when I when I heard it wasn't super great, and when I heard they didn't really tackle the steroid issue, um, you know, outside of just mentioning it, I was really hoping there'd be kind of like a, a side of it that was that because it's kind of a big deal. That's the least important part of that whole thing. That's not true at all. Um, but I, I just I didn't watch it. Did you enjoy it? I thought it was cool. I yeah. mean, I mean, having kind of uh, having grew up through those things and seen those things. Like, it's always cool to find out some of the other stuff that happened. You know, remembering all the sold-out stadiums that Mark McGuire went to, you know, across the country and how that, that you know, stuff like that was cool. And then forgetting that, man, these dudes made it to, like, 70, 
you know, I, for, I forgot. I forgot all about that. Yeah, you know, I forgot all about that. I, I, I remember the the sixty two and or seventy three for bonds. I should. Yeah, say. I remember. Um, you know, passing Roger Maris and everything like that. And for whatever reason, I just thought it was. I thought it went in there and forgot. Like God, man, these these dudes had like seventy. Home yeah, runs. to be I mean, honest, I, I forgot as well. Yeah. When I, I remember looking it up and I was like, wait, McGuire had seventy home runs. Yeah, it was like, man, I was man, I forgot that. I was he, like, I thought it was sixty two. Right, and so <laughs> I think that was you know kind of the cool part. I, I'm one of those guys that feels like this. The steroid era was arguably the best time for baseball ever. So, like, it's hard for me to be like, oh, well, it, it, that part is, um, it's it's important, yes. But every, literally everyone from pitchers to first baseman to catch, everybody was using steroids. There wasn't a person, honestly. I think anybody that says they weren't, I, I don't believe. If, if Griffey, I'd like to, I'd if like to believe today, that Griffey didn't do it. I would like to believe that, too. However... If in something fact, if something happened today and Griffey was like, yeah, you know, through the 93-94 season, I'd be like, oh, okay. I do believe he didn't do it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it, we found out that he did. Yeah. I feel the same way about Derek Jeter. I feel the same way about Chipper Jones. Those three for me, I've talked about this before. I'm not sure on this show or not, but those three are like my, like the three that I hold up on the pedestal from the steroid era. I get it. Because Griffey was my favorite. Oh, those three were my favorite players of, of the era. And... I don't believe that any of them took steroids, but if they, if I found out they did, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd be really bummed by it. See, and I don't honestly think that I'd a be lot really of them, upset if, if Griffey took steroids. I don't think a lot of them looked at it as steroids at the time. You know, creatine was not illegal. You know, these were things that, well, that it wasn't creatine though. It was like no, literal I'm, anabolic. Well, steroids, I'm saying right? a lot of a lot of guys were like taking like stuff that you know now you can't get or now you can't use or, or they're banned substances and things like that. But before they were banned substances, and you can get them at GNC. I remember WWE used to, uh, WWF at that point, used to um, promote something called IcoPro. And IcoPro was like one of the first ones to go down for being like a, a steroid or something like that. Like, see, literally, there were signs all over WWE's arena that said IcoPro and the commercials and everything. And they were one of the first ones to go down. That was something that you could get at GNC. So at that point, I think, man, there wasn't a person that probably wasn't using some type of steroid they just didn't abandon future, future band stuff. exactly so i mean would it shock me that griffey was on the stuff from 90 to 94 no not at all but does what he's if i'm getting him am i gonna say that now knowing the the s storm that's coming down and everybody that does probably not well and he's one of the last ones he's revered for that time of being clean so you wouldn't yeah. want to admit that if, if that was actually true we got this text on the fan text line, 503-250-1080. Remember, that is the new number to text, not 55305 anymore. It is 503-250-1080. Three-quarter Jewish Mike, best be camping. It's a great time. From That's from half-Jewish Eric and Tiger. I believe half-Jewish Eric and Tiger. <laughs> like, I'm right there with him, man. I, and I think also it depends on the group that you go with. If, if you're going with a, a bunch of people that you're not really, if you're kind of lukewarm about, then you're right. probably not going to have – because the then you're already going to be uncomfortable socially, yeah. and then you're uncomfortable physically. You don't really physically. know anybody. You don't really, you know, and so you're just kind of, yeah, that's going to be weird. But if you're going with the homies and people that you know you're going to have a good time with, especially for, if you go any longer than two days, you better be fully prepared or any longer than a day. I'm man, One day, perfect. Yeah, I think down if, and if, you're, if you're going to actually get me to come with you, it better only be for one night. No, it's a down Because and that's going to be a small, uh, if I'm going to try that at all, it's got to be a really small step for me. No, and I and, and a giant leap for and also like I know a lot of ladies that don't want to be out there any longer than maybe a night and possibly two. You know, when you talk about no shower and no bathroom and no, all of a sudden that 
kind of becomes a, a bit of an issue. So one night, possibly two. I'm only doing one. You know, I might go home for the the second night, the first night, and then come back. You spend the second day there and then go home and sleep. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm spending. <laughs> okay, well, see you guys later. Leave about five or six. That's how that. Get home, hang out for a couple hours, go to sleep in your own bed, Bingo. shower. Bingo. Maybe decide to go back. Maybe Possibly. Just stay at home. Probably not. You know, usually <laughs> after point. you go after you go camping, usually you're so wiped out because again, it's a process and you have to do so many things to kind of get ready for it. So by the time you get home and everything, it's like, uh, I'm just gonna stay here. Well, we uh we do have a show for you today, and um maybe sadly, maybe positively, there's some controversial stuff we're gonna have to get to. Uh, first of which, which we will start with next, is the Civil War name is no more. Also, it's been a wild week in NASCAR. And uh, we got to talk about what happened with Bubba Wallace, the really cool moment that they had at the race, uh, the FBI investigation, NASCAR statement, all that kind of stuff is a really interesting and really kind of in-depth stuff that we got to get into. So we'll, we'll be talking about that, uh, plus uh, plenty of other sportsy and non-sportsy stuff to come. Uh, it's just Rashad and I today. I'm behind the glass, so you'll be hearing me do updates as well. Jill will be back next week uh, on uh, the day after the 4th of July for our uh, for our first uh, first holiday during COVID that we'll see how that goes next weekend, which will be very interesting. Um, but uh, we'll start with the Civil War news next. This is Sports Sunday. Mike and Rashad on the fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 9.17 a.m. on your Sunday morning, June 28th, 2020. Rashad's trying to get me to go camping. You're going, bro. Yeah, like, well, I, that's a, that sounds like a demand. I'm not. I'm just letting you know. When, like, it's, I'm not it's accepting hard. demands at the moment. Please. It's hard for you to say no when I'm outside of your house honking. Please respect me in, in this really difficult time. You live in a really nice neighborhood, too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they'd be. Pretty upset about somebody outside <laughs> honking the horn repeatedly, calling Michael's name. Uh, I don't know. Full about name, that. Michael. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Just saying. So the big news of the week was a Friday news dump, and I don't know if it was a dump necessarily, but it, it came out on Friday that both Oregon and Oregon State agreed on this, and they both released statements about it. The Civil War name is no more for the rivalry game between the Ducks and the Beavs. Apparently, Dennis Dixon was the impetus behind this change. He had reached out to Rob Mullins and the Ducks and said that maybe with uh, the times that are going on and how things are changing and how people are, are changing names of things to be more respectful, that maybe the Civil War is uh, is disrespectful and, and could uh, use to be changed. So they both, uh, they both talked about it, and they came together and agreed that that will no longer be the moniker that the rivalry game goes by. And I don't know I think for for me personally, because I'm not originally from here, uh, even though I've been here for ten years now, um, the name is a cool name. It is a cool name for a rivalry game, but it's just the name of the game. And you still get to see your two teams play. You still get to see Oregon, Oregon State every year. They will come up with another name for it, whether it's uh, natural or forced, but they'll come up with another name for it. I mean, you can still call it the Civil War if you want to, uh, if that is if it's if it's offensive to you that they've changed the name. But uh, it to me, it's not really that big of a deal. It's a game. It's a name of a game. The game's not going away. It's just the name. So cool, good decision. If it, if it was uh, offending any players or hurting any players or anything like that, and uh, you want to 
make a statement and say, look, we we agree that this is something that needs to be changed. And some of the former like Beaver players came out. Uh, Steven Jackson came out and said that although he didn't really push for it, he's happy that it's happening. Uh, Ken Simonton as well for the Beavs came out and said something similar. So I don't know. I mean, for me, go for it. Change the name. Maybe we'll get a good name, like a cool name that's cooler than Civil War. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Like, I understand. You know, right now we're we're in a very um, mindful climate. I think I think that's the, the the best thing to kind of say. I think you look around and it's things like on The Simpsons and on Family Guy and any Seth MacFarlane kind of cartoon, they'll no longer use white voices to voice black characters. I did see that. Stuff like that the has been happening Cleveland a lot. Cleveland stepped down as the voice of Cleveland, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Yeah, which was, you know. Is that necessary? It's an animated <sighs> voice. I, I mean, I, it's it it's important, you know, whether you believe it or not, man, Cleveland is still man, uh, one of the prominent black characters on primetime television whether you i mean really? you say what you i mean it's one of those things man like the it's the it's about a black family and the fact that the lead character is not played by a black man in voice it's it's it can be weird i don't i don't mind because it's a voice thing like i personally don't care like but i voice, understand why a lot of people would isn't the voice actor's role to like get into character so i mean it like, is but what's a black character you know and i think that's and i think that's where people you know kind of have that you know, the, the issues. So I, I understand that. And I, like I said, I know we're in a a, a very kind of um, people are, are trying to be res- respectful and mindful of some of the things that have happened. You see there's changes within the Oscars coming and there's changes within the Grammys and they've changed. They can no longer use the word urban for uh, certain categories and things like that for, for Grammys, which is good. They they can no longer lock up the, the black hair care products at stores. I don't know if you see so you never have to do that. But if I go to Walgreens today and I need some stuff for my hair, you know, or my son's hair, I have to physically go find a, uh, an associate there, and they have to unlock it like they unlock razors. Yeah. You know, and so that's, that's, that. that's a real struggle for a lot of people. So th- when you, and especially when you talk about these guys that actually played for U of O and actually played for Oregon State, let's just be honest, man. These aren't the most uh, culturally diverse places that you'll find, you know, and so these guys probably have, a, a, a lot of Oregon's very white, Rashad. It's very white, and these guys pro- have probably had uh, some situations that haven't been cool, and so this name change for them uh, is is a is a big deal, you know. And I understand why it's a big deal personally. I'll be real, I don't really care about the name. I know that's that, that's not what the the name is pertaining yeah. to. Is you know that I know that it has nothing to do with slavery or nothing to do. But I don't know the undertone of them taking or of them you know kind of creating this name. So I understand. So I don't have a problem with it. I just don't want them to name it anything corny. I think that's the big thing for me. Uh, the Civil War sounds cool, like only, you said. There's only one name. And, uh, you know, we've been pushing for this on this show. Not this show, but on primetime for years. Something to do with the platypus. Please. Please. The pusses. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. Yes. I, I can already see the T-shirts and stuff. But I don't know. Like I, Again, like the Civil War is Puss. such a cool name. I'm thinking about the other, you know, rivalry games. And they just don't sound as cool. The Apple Cup. The Apple Cup's really cool. It's a unique name. Uh, okay, cool. I like the Egg Bowl in Mississippi. That's kind of cool. Uh, you know, the Egg Bowl. Ooh. Get, okay, well, not every game has to sound like some sort of Civil gladiator War going to battle. Dope, but ours did. And that's the cool part about it. 
Like the, the so, the, are you actually upset that they changed it? I'm not upset. See, like I understand. When, when I brought it, was, it up, you kind of like, you had this face of like, oh. No, I, I understand that. I understand why we're doing this, and it's necessary, and it's overdue. And so I understand why some of these name changes and why some some of these um, business owners and athletic directors and you know I, I I get it. So you know I'm in the struggle. I'm in the middle of it. So I 100% understand. I will say I do hope that uh, we the general we do not get caught up in the minutia of this and like, Oh look, we're changing all the names. We're doing some good. Okay. I mean, in, in that case, that's probably good, but don't forget the actual real fight here. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're trying to support the black lives matter movement and all that kind of stuff, don't, don't think that you changing the name of your rivalry game is the only thing you need to do. No, no, of course not. Of course not. I think right. You know, just like with anything, there's going to be a bit of discomfort, discomfort. You know, the NBA decided to put patches on their jerseys to, sell whatever product and people were initially kind of pissed about it. Oh, I don't like that. That's not what the, but then they eventually got over it. You know, when we changed it from uh, the Rose garden to Moda center. Oh my gosh. I'll never call it the Moda center. Now people, I, that's all I hear. Universally. I, it's I, very seldom that I hear somebody call it the Rose garden. I almost never hear it called the Rose garden anymore. Yeah, so it's always just, Oh, going by Moda. Yeah. And so I, th I think, you know, for now, for this week, and I, I, my, I haven't heard much about it since, you know, they decided to change the name. That was two but days ago. Yeah. Exactly. So, really, I support whatever name they decide to choose as long as it's not corny. Like, the, the, again, the thing about the Civil War about is... the Cascade Cup? Something like that. Okay. Well, what do you, what do you I want, like Rashad? It. I don't know. I'm not in the I'm not Every in the name room. I'm throwing out there, you're like, ugh. Cascade Cup? Ugh. That could work. Just call uh, it the Oregon Bowl, man. Just just call it the Oregon Bowl. Like, this is... Well, that's boring. You know, like... Ugh. Just, if you're going to go, go so Oregon Bowl, cup. at least go Platypus Cup. Yeah, call it the Tree Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Tree Bowl? Yeah. It's a double on I, 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 I can tell. Oh, yeah. Can you? Yeah. Yes. So people, <laughs> people will like that. Why? Because Oregon has tons of trees. Yep. More, than, more than just one kind. Tons of two, two kinds of trees. Yeah, Three, I said more than just four, one five, kind. Six, yeah. seven. Exactly. You know. Lots of trees. A couple of texts on this. I'm an old white history student, so I didn't think of America's Civil War as the Civil War, but Oregon athletes aren't all old white historians, so if uh, those players felt unnerved by it, they have the total right to change it. Get it, yeah. This text says, words are powerful. They not only define and explain all reality, they help to create our reality. We should use words and phrases and names to create the kind of world we want to live in. Hopefully, all we want to we all want to live in a world where there isn't a Civil War happening. It's the same with uh, changing mascot names. Hopefully, we all want to live in a world where people aren't uh, commoditized and defined by the color of their skin. If it was about offending, oh God, where you go? Offending people, it would be an impossible and ridiculous task. Some things will offend some people and uh, and not offend others. But again, that's not what it's about. Looking at you, Snyder. Yeah, yeah. And Indians oddly quiet. You know, they're <laughs> during this during this whole thing. They made I don't know weird. they made some sort of like statement on Twitter supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Everyone was like, really. <laughs> Did you see your name and logo? He's a what logo? It's not offensive. No, of course. It's not offensive. Well, at least it's not the Cleveland Indians. No, right? it's for sure not the Cleveland uh, Indians. Although they have been phasing that out for a couple of years now. <laughs> Going they're, to the classic C. Yeah, they're tr they're trying but they to. Still, they still have Chief Wahoo, though. They still have that as a logo. They're just not using it as their main logo. What can you, if you're, your name is the Indians, like what are you going to, what's what's your, what's your, what's your mascot going to be? What's your logo going to be? Well, right now their logo is just the letter C, which is cool. I'm fine with that. What's yeah, your mascot, though? 
which I don't think Do you people need a mascot. No, I don't think you need a mascot. Not all MLB teams have mascots. Well, that's good. They don't need one anymore. They can they can do away with Chief Wahoo. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Um, it's just I just want to make sure we don't go overboard with the canceling of things because they think it means something when it doesn't mean as much as they think it means. If that makes sense, right? Like. I think there's a lot of things that are being changed that feel a little bit unnecessary. Like I saw a report that said that one realtor decided they're not going to call it a master bedroom and a master bathroom. Is that too far of a change? I understand the connotation behind that, but also it's, I've literally never once in my life thought of master bedroom as a slave relationship, right? I don't know if you have, but it's just the name of the big bedroom in the house. That's kind of what I thought of, thought it was. So I just hope that we don't go so far to where it's like everything's being changed. It doesn't really have a relation to it. That's all. Uh, if it if it needs to be changed, and it should. But I mean, like you, he's like man, master bedroom. Like uh, thinking about it, it's like oh, okay, yeah. There's yeah, some, when there's I thought about it, I was like, huh. but the, you know, I never but thought about that. I'm I'm certain things like in history. We got we have to just be. Be honest with ourselves. Like certain things are the way they are, man, because of because of slavery. And there's and there's certain things that probably aren't going to change. You know, uh, there's still something in, in uh, all the amendments, the Thirteenth Amendment, that still says I'm just considered three fifths of a human. You know, so it's it's one of those. Some things just I'm not going to say aren't going to be changed, but you you have to learn to 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 live with certain like master bedroom. That doesn't bother me. You know that doesn't. I mean, not not unless the Did you other actually room, ever think unless, about that. As no, like unless a, the other room was the slave room. <laughs> like now, now then, and now I have a problem. Right. You know what I'm saying, but the, the I've never heard of the the master uh, bathroom and the slave bathroom. That doesn't. You know that that doesn't that doesn't. Those register. aren't in homes anymore. Those aren't in home. At least they're they're, you know, they're not on any listing I've ever seen. So, I don't really. I'm, I I love the fact that people are are aware enough or being self aware enough. These big companies that know that. Man, they have a whole lot of black and brown consumers to know that we should probably change this. This is probably not right. So they're they're smart enough to to fix some of the mistakes their ancestors made, and I'm all for it. That's the, that's the type of thing it's going to take to kind of move forward and get to a better place. So I'm all for it. The forest feud. I like it. I saw something here that said the uh, the Cascade Cup. We should go with that. That's what I said, and you just kind of poo pooed it. No, you didn't say that. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Willamette Valley massacre. <laughs> that's, that's the coolest one. That's cool. Yeah, it's a little, I think that's a little for, violent. For they'll never go for the massacre part. No, I think but, they're trying to get rid of the violence part of it. I think, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's a that's a pretty cool name. I like that. Yeah, Cascade Cup. Do it. I'll go for it. Is Why there going to be an actual cup? Maybe that'd be cool, right? I mean, I mean, the, win- the winning team gets to keep the so trophy for the year. I mean, that's one thing. Like, what's although, the- how do you do it with basketball and football and all the other sports when they play each other? Is there one trophy for every sport? Why not? Is there one total trophy? That's it. Why not? Because you couldn't do the one for like basketball because, or like even baseball because uh, baseball and soccer, you know, run congruently, right? They run together. E- no, no, no. I'm sorry. Baseball and um and uh, yeah. track and field. So, yes, yes. Uh, so I mean, you, you still got two sports yeah. going at each other. It would other, have to so be for each sport. You would have to. Well, I'll yeah. be fine with that. They can kind of cool. That's I mean, you're talking what six trophies? Well, because like, some of the co- classic college football games have trophies that the winning team gets to. Keep. Yeah, what are the games? So I know it's the, it's the Auburn Alabama. What's the, Iron Bowl? The Iron Bowl has a 
has a whole thing they get to take away. I believe so. So yeah. why not? There's never been something that's been like the Red River rivalry. Yeah, no longer the shootout. Yeah, there's never See, been. They, they already changed that name. Did they go crazy when they changed that name? No, they just changed the because uh, Red River rivalry, you know, has already the name of it. Now the the game was the the shootout. We'll just take the shootout away. I was pretty proud I, I, on Friday. A lot of people were pretty much okay with changing the name. I did not see a lot of blowback. I was expecting in, in the current times we live in a ton of blowback of like, oh, yeah, my I, game is the Civil War. I saw almost none of that. And I was like, bravo, Oregon, Oregon State fans. No, yeah, bravo. I think there are some people that are, again, uncomfortable with change. So no matter what they decide to change the name to, there are going to be some people that are like, oh, that's stupid. I remember when it was the Civil War. I'll be honest. I'll probably be one of them, depending on what the name is. You know, so, uh, you know, I'm 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 loving the fact that, like you said, most of Oregon has been like, eh, well, needed to happen. Yeah. Surprise, it took so long. Game still so, exists. Game still exists. You know, I'm all good with it. So it doesn't really matter, and it's especially if uh, if Mullins and you know the rest of U of O and, and Oregon State's, you know, uh, AD department and alumni can walk away feeling like they did something good, then then I'm all for it. Uh, I'm gonna bring up this text next. And we can get to it. How about some other things that are changing in sports and the one that will almost guaranteed never change? That's next. First, I have sports. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 9.38 on your Sunday morning. Got a great idea for a trophy on the text line. Civil War idea. The battle for the O. There can be a large trophy that the winner keeps each year. The trophy can be a large O, half OSU and half UO. There can be like some sort of a sliding mechanism that transforms it into the full O of the winning school. I like um, it. And then right after the game in front of the fans, they slide the trophy officially into the winning team, and uh, off they go. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I, I think the O might be, because Oregon uses the O and like the holding your hands up thing as theirs, that the Beavs might not love that. Um, but maybe the trophy can be, Rashad brought this up in the break, the, the literal state, the outline of the state, and it's half green and half orange, and then you make it full the color of, of your school if you're the one that wins. Yeah, like, That'd be pretty cool. If you've never seen the state trophy for basketball or football. I like that a lot. Those are really cool. Like, the, it's the state of Oregon and everything like that. Like, it looks super cool. So, I think college. Because that's the, like, OSAA logo, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, if they so if college could take, like, some type of, you know, something like that, but more elaborate and, and bigger and shinier and everything, I think all of a sudden you have people that are – the game means so much more now because it's always been for bragging rights, but there's never really been anything on the line, something to really celebrate, you know, for the night after your team, you know, wins the 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 trophy for the year. Does so the I trophy think, really get that much of an extra kind of, like, hype level to it? Well, I it? think whenever you beat your rival, I think – well, I don't know. We've never had one, you know. So, but I can – I look at, you know, the Iron Bowl and, you know, when that's over and just how happy – you know, either one of the teams are, if they really get to hoist that trophy at the end of the game and be like, this is ours. We won it this year. So, yeah, I think that will be, you know, super cool to see, especially the last game of your season. Um, there have been instances where neither team has been in the playoff or even in bowl uh, contention at that point. So, yeah, having something that your team can say that we at least won this for the year, I think that will be cool. 
The text that I was referencing that I wanted to bring up here before we switch gears is how about the Masters, the golf tournament, uh, in terms of changing that name. Now, again, it's so funny. Maybe funny is the wrong word. It's very interesting that you never view names in that light. Uh, like, I never viewed the Masters golf tournament as Masters, right? I, I viewed it as... I don't know. I guess I viewed it as just kind of a unique name of people who had mastered the sport, I guess is kind of how I viewed it. Um, but when you think about the history of the sport of golf, you think about the history of Augusta National <laughs> and they, uh, the fact that they do not have a black member for a v- incredibly long time. And I think their first black member was Condoleezza Rice. Um, that that would be one that probably will resist any sort of change probably forever. But uh, that one that might pe- people might be pushing for at some point here soon, which is interesting. And again, I never even considered that as, as an idea. I was like, oh, yeah, the Masters is the name of a tournament, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Masters for a lot of different reasons, you know, but the name for me isn't one of them. Uh, the Masters wasn't like one of those things that was supposed to be honoring a slave master or anything like that. I don't like, know. I actually was, don't know if it was, it was originally I, I, that So way. what I remember hearing, and this is, I watched the documentary, is um, the person of Bobby Bobby Jones? Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, was like the the master of golf or something like that. That's and kind of what I always assume. Yeah, and yeah. so he's one of the, the founders of, uh, of Augusta uh, National. And so he is... You know, they just called it the the Masters, and uh, that's kind of what I remember. I mean, but text police, please let me know if I'm if I'm wrong. But I think that's how that's how I remember the story being told. Now it could be wrong, but what we do know about the Masters is they didn't allow a black person um, at Augusta until 1990. They didn't allow a woman at Augusta until 2012. Mm-hmm. So there's a a lot of you know racial and sexual you know un, uh, you know undertone going on there. But it's just one of those things that. I think there's some things that should be changed. Absolutely. The masters because of the name probably shouldn't be one of them. However, like there are some things about Augusta national that should have been addressed a long time ago. And for whatever reason, we just kind of, you know, swept it under the rug and it's all good. And we I still think it's see- tough sometimes when it's a private yeah. thing and it's a club that can choose whatever the hell they want to do. But you're talking exclusion. Like I mean, right. private is one thing, you know, exclusion is saying, you know, they probably, not, they probably would argue that they don't exclude anybody. Not anymore. Um, well, they still do. They would probably argue they don't exclude anybody. That they just say that we have very strict standards. That's probably what they. That's probably how they would sell it. If they're like, "Oh, you, why are you excluding all these people? We don't exclude anybody. We're just very, 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 very strict about who we let in." Um, I just, I don't know. Again, I, I kind of feel this way. Is just don't change things to change things. If you're gonna change things, still do things that actually help the movement in other ways, right? Like a lot of people are focusing on some of the the literal changes that are happening, like the taking down of statues, right? Um, it's not about the statue. It's about promoting something that is no longer okay to promote, yeah. which was slavery, a history of uh, excluding people of color from everything, all that kind of stuff. So... You know, when you saw the Thomas Jefferson statue ripped out in front of Jefferson High School out here, you know, you might be like, well, Thomas Jefferson, he's one of the most famous presidents of all time, and he was a slave owner and was terrible to his slaves. So, like, you don't want Thomas Jefferson 
to be like, oh, look at look at Thomas listen, Jefferson when I, he is a person listen, of a really, really bad history in I, that sense. I went to Jefferson High School my freshman year. I have love for everybody in that neighborhood. I, I played Pop Warner for Jefferson. I played at that field a million and a half times and have to look up and see Thomas Jefferson. Listen, I know a lot of people that went to that school. Nobody was mad about it. Everybody was like, oh, okay, no problem. Good. Should have happened a long time ago. This is what this is one thing I will say though, because it's not I, about the statue; it's about what the statue represents. Yeah, what I mean, the, yes, what the person absolutely. represented. As, but as far as this, we're gonna change everything. Like, listen, this is just from from one black person to you know whomever is out there making these decisions. Stop assuming that we're offended by everything. Stop assuming that 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 we are so sensitive right now that everything is a problem. Man, that certain things should be fixed. It shouldn't be called civil war anymore. I think it's. I think you're going to be hard pressed to find a better name, but it shouldn't be called that anymore. That's fine. You know, they shouldn't be. There shouldn't be an urban section in the Oscars. And if it's a good movie, it's a good damn movie. Who cares? Like, no, no one should care that it's it's about black people or there's an urban market for it. If it's a great movie, if it's a great song, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to it. it doesn't matter kind of what it is. So I'm just like, man, please stop assuming that everything is offensive to us because you believe that all of a sudden it's offensive it should be changed like the masters is one of those things that this it's called the masters for i mean i should probably look that up before i you know say that again but uh at least i've never had a you know it was a slave owner or anything like that and that's why they call it the masters because he's the i didn't i never i've never thought of that until until this very moment and i text the the texter back and saying man that's an awesome point you know there's there's a history of racism and exclusion you know at augusta national you know however i don't think the name itself is the issue so if the name is changed because you know you feel like it's offensive then like Maybe you should poll some black people because most of us probably don't feel that way. Right. If that's the only thing you're changing, that's the problem. I guess that's my point. Yeah. Is don't just change the name. You have to change the the system. <laughs> no, exactly. And that's not what we're like. We're super glad that there's names being changed and stuff being pulled down. And, man, awesome. Like, are people, is the police brutality and some of those things, or the race, are those things going to continue? Yes. Okay. Then we could give a damn about the name change of a football game. Like, yeah, we want to see other changes that come with that, too. So totally understand. All right. Uh, we got to take a break here. I do want to get into the Bubba Wallace stuff, but I'm going to put that into a next hour at some point. But uh, baseball is back. Woo. Officially back. Short season. Regionalized schedule. Is, gonna, is Rashad going to be any more interested? We'll find out next on The Fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I hit the wrong button. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a weird transition. Look at me hitting was, the wrong button. That was awkward. And just, sorry. Sorry. I hit the button to stop the song instead of turning my microphone on. Now it's awkward because we're talking with no music when the segment is starting. Uh, it's all good. That means we just have to start the segment. I could sing. I don't know. Just, just trying to do some weird tone of high power that was playing right there by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Ignore what just happened. Pretend it didn't happen. Uh, baseball's back, baby. 
starting July 23rd, 24th. They've come to an agreement, sort of, uh, on getting the season going. And it's going to be a sprint to the finish line. You're going to have 10 games against each team in your division and then four games against the five teams in the corresponding division in the other league for 60 total games. Um, So 40 against your division, 20 against those teams in the – so for the Mariners, AL West, NL West. That's all they're playing. Um, No expanded playoffs. It's just going to be 60 games of craziness. And I'm curious for – and I know Rashad is pretty much an anti-baseball guy, but I know – you like baseball more when it's the playoffs. You like baseball more when there's more intensity behind it. So I'm curious if for you, the 60 game season with uh, you know, the sprint to the finish line feel is actually going to be exciting to you, or you're just going to wait until the playoffs anyway. Um, you know, I've, it's so hard because the one thing we've talked about on the show before is 60 games is nothing like that's just, people are just starting to get warmed up and really starting to find their groove. And then that sounds look funny. You, look at you agreeing with me. I mean, no, seriously. I mean, it's 162 games. Like, that's a, a baseball it season. It's a perfect amount, yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, I feel like 100 is the perfect amount. You know, those 62 extra games can be overkill, and I think that's why they call it the dog days. If it was, if it was just 100 games, then I think people would be much more excited. But then those, those weird 62 games, you're like, uh, no one really cares, you know, about that. How, or, I mean, no one outside of the baseball community cares about that. Fringe fans could care less about those additional 60 games they're not going to watch on TV anyway. Um, that said, I don't think this gives them enough time to really really find out what you are as a team. And especially after this long of a, of a layoff, like, hell, it's it's July here later this later in a couple days. They're doing spring training in July. In July. Unquote. So, summer tra- you know, really, this is where we would be literally in the thick of it. We would be in the dog days of summer mm-hmm. right now. And to... There are already, they, they would have had more than 60 games played. So already your half half of your season, you know, is is down the drain or close to half your season is down the drain. And so you're just really trying to do a sprint. We know why. There's there's money to be made. There's contracts to be made. There's guys that have to be paid. Man, there's there's a lot of different components working here to to make up this this terrible idea but i don't know i'm I'm excited to see sports and so i I guess i could care less that it's 60 games like i mean i'm excited that it's coming back but i don't think you're going to get the best team that's going to win the world series and i think that's my big thing like you're going to view it with an asterisk you're you you have to i think you have to even when you look at this nba season even though they're going to get to play close to 82 games like you're going to have to look at it and take it with an asterisk. Like, if if the Lakers lose this season, like, anybody's really saying they're not the best team? Like, they, we saw them be the best team well, literally okay, but, all year, you know, but once you get to – things are different, you know? like. But that's that's different because they're still basically playing 82 games and they're still going to play a full playoff unless, you they've know – They've been off their whole offseason, though. I should say that – they they will likely play a full playoff unless COVID. How about this? Um, yeah. They've been off Let's enough. Let's not forget time. about the giant elephant. They've been off a, the a long enough to uh, for James Harden to lose twenty pounds. Okay. They've been gone for that long playing basketball. They've been gone for an entire off season. So this is a whole different thing. Now you're talking about a Blazers team that was in the toilet for the most part in ninth place, and they get all their guys back for the most part. 
Like that's a whole different team that you were than you were looking at before. It talking, is true. It, it does change the season. And so, and I think, and I think a little when you, bit when you're talking about baseball, like how many times, and you know better than I do, how many times have you seen a World Series team? You know, let's take away the Astros because they, you know, they're cheaters. But a, a World Series team that started the season not well, the, last the, year. I'm saying take take them away. You know, no, 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 last oh, no, year was last the, Nas- year. Yeah, the Nationals. Yeah, the Nationals. So take a. Uh, so take those sixty games away from those from those teams, and you don't let the pitcher get to where he needs to be and get get his arm in the right spot. Maybe the uh, some of your your hitters haven't really quite found their groove yet. Like those things are things that you work out at the beginning of the season. Now you're basically saying you're this is the this is your whole the beginning of the season is your whole season and kind of figure it out. So there's no room for error. There's no room to see well maybe we need to make some trades because I'm not liking what this lineup looks like. Yeah, they did it. put a trade deadline in, which I thought was weird. And You're so, only playing 60 games. Yeah, are you, who are you trading? And you don't know because what if you trade somebody at you know at 30 games or 20 games and then they go off and they finally find their groove? Like, oh, we should have probably held on to that guy. Like, this is I think this is just a bad. That's a bad number. I think 60. I think 60 is a bad number. Well, I 60, would be more. I would be much happier if they'd said either you know. 80-something. 80, 80, yeah. 80, give me 85 games, 86 games. Well, 80, me, 82 is what they games, were looking for. Give me but 82 games. Give me 100 games. But 62 just seems so abbreviated. I I mean, I agree with that. This, the, the 60 number is merely because the two sides can't come to an agreement. Um, You know, the players went at 114 games. Originally, they agreed on 82 with fully prorated. Then the MLB went back on that. We've talked about that on the show. We don't need to go back through all the steps of it. But... I will say this. What you will see is urgency from the get-go from all the teams. No longer will teams who are good, you know, give their guys some days off for yeah. rest and Turn wait it on for the late. playoffs. Yeah. They will be going from the start. Um, if your team has injuries, that sucks. That's the, that's the negative here is in baseball, you can weather an injury storm because you've got a long season. Uh, if, you, if you lose a star player for a month, and that's half of the games, uh, you're boned. You are. It's just, I mean, you, you could still make the playoffs if you're a good team, but that's really, gonna, really, really going to hurt you. We did get this text, 503-250-1080. Do you think there could be a positive with all the new changes? I love baseball, but with the new generation, they need urgency. What if it's exciting and we make a change to 120 games a year? I know it will never happen because baseball is all about its stats, but how else do we get urgency in baseball? I tend to agree with that as a mindset because I'm a purist. I love baseball the way it is. Uh, don't touch my sport, right? Like I, I, I am old man yelling at cloud about baseball, even though I'm not an old man. I just, I love the way baseball is. I think it's perfect the way it is. Um, but I also agree that if they want to get the younger generation, there are things that need to be tried to try to get them in. I don't know if anything that baseball does will actually get that younger, constantly distracted wanting more fast-paced action generation into the sport because, frankly, that's just not what baseball is. Baseball is a sport that is a nine-inning game that is uh, slower-paced. It's about a long season. It's about the grind. That's kind of always what baseball's been about, and there's, of course, urgency and fun with a lot of the stuff with it, but it's not – that's not – the NBA is an urgent sport, right? It's a fast-paced sport. There's constant scoring – uh, there's 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 not really a lot of slow things, and that's why it's really kind of captured the younger generation recently is because it – plus they really, really took advantage of their star power. Um, 
I'm not sure baseball will ever be able to get to that point, even though they should try. Well, I don't even have, know if it has to do with the slower pace because hockey is as fast as it gets, and I don't think people could name, could point out the, the top NHL stars in a lineup, you know, like, and, the, and they're and they're amazing athletes and an super exciting sport. It's a very exciting sport. I think baseball is one of those things to where it's always been, when I was a kid, it was very much star-driven. And you, you want to know how you can get that back? Find a Griffey. I mean, seriously, go out there and and find one of these guys, man, an A-Rod, somebody that just you have to watch and you have to see. And right now, I don't know if there's a guy in baseball, like we were talking about long gone summer. I mean, you had to see Mark McGuire. You had to see Sammy Sosa hit. Like for the, well, for this for, for a couple year stretch from like what, 97 to 99, 2000, man, you just had to see those guys play. Well, here's the thing. You have plenty of those guys in baseball. Who are they? And that's the thing. I don't know. I know Mookie Betts. I know he's awesome. Okay. You know, I – Best player in baseball. Uh, the, uh, okay, well, Mike, uh, Mike Trout, yes. Rice Harper. Like, I know those guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Harper's but actually not that great, but he's just marketable. He's a, he's a name, and he's got the hair. and he's, you, you got know, Mike Trout. He's got a Bradley Cooper thing happening. Like, I mean, God, you got Nolan Arenado. You got Paul Goldschmidt. You got uh, Francisco Lindor. Why don't I see these guys anywhere? You got and Mookie I think, Betts, yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like, you know, we were able to, to point out Griffey had a baseball game. Aaron Judge. He had a whole video game that you could that you could uh, kind of play I love and that everything. Game. It was awesome. Major you know, League Griffey, Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. Had, for the N sixty four. He had a shoe. Jay Buner, I remember, was on the front of like Mountain Dew uh machines and stuff like that. Like these are these are guys that we could see. Like at this point, I think if you really want to get those guys, now, the reason NBA and NFL are killing it, man, Odell Beckham is, is as as visible as it gets as a star. LeBron James is as visible as it gets as a star, you know, and it's, I in think some cases it's the player's fault. It, like Mike Trout doesn't want the spotlight. No, which is really unfortunate he's because he's an incredible player. He's Tim Duncan. He, he's the best player on the floor and could care less about any of the tension. My, I don't care. Mike Trout to me is actually one of the best players of all time. He's that he's that good. He's that special. And I wish that he was more marketable because he just does not want to be marketable. No. He's very quiet. He's very private. That's just not who he is. Um, I wish Bryce Harper was better because he is very marketable and wants to be marketed, but he's very inconsistent. Yes, he won an MVP one year, but uh, he is very, very inconsistent, and it's very frustrating. Yeah, and so I just think that's the that's the way that you get those those stars. And but right now, uh, I think this is an awesome it's an awesome time for baseball because everybody misses sports so much to where. I'm going to watch this game. I actually even think baseball, if I'm going to watch a few innings, maybe not the whole game, but I'm going to watch enough to be like, okay, I'm going to turn now. I don't want to watch the next five innings. Well, whatever. baseball, I think it's the first one coming back of the majors because it's coming back 23rd, 24th. NBA is July 30th, right? Mm-hmm. And NHL is July 30th ish. MLB is still going to be the first back, even though they had this whole circular back and forth where they couldn't agree to anything. They're still going to have a week of just baseball. Which is going to be helpful, I think, for them too. Where are they going to play? I in their know. home stadiums. Huh. Yeah, okay. they're not doing a bubble. Uh, the they're regionalizing their schedule, so this won't have as much of an effect on the Mariners because, well, where they're located. But the Mariners will play the teams in the AL West uh, and the NL West, so that they will stay mostly in the same spot in the country. Um, this is way more beneficial to teams like my team, the Yankees. They will play. In New York, in New York for the Mets, they will play in Florida, in Tampa, and in Miami, which is the furthest they're going to have to go. They'll play in Philadelphia, Boston, Toronto, Baltimore, um, D.C., and and I'm probably forgetting one, but 
like they're literally going to stay in that little bubble of places. So the regionalized schedule should be good for that, but they still have to travel. They still have to travel. And the Mariners are going to have to fly a lot of places. Mariners are going to have to fly. Nobody's near us They're the furthest away, you know. So that's the thing. You play for the Mariners. You play for the Seahawks. Get used to having the worst travel. The Blazers. Get used to having the worst travel schedule in all of sports. All right. Let's take a break. Coming up in hour number two, I do want to get to the Bubba Wallace stuff, but I will start with the Blazers, uh, whose schedule did come out for the eight games. All right now. And uh, it's tough. You You know who's not tough? The Pelicans. Shocking. I wonder why. Uh, we'll talk about that next. This is Sports on the Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 